In today's episode, we talk about how to activate Philippians 4.13. If you are trying to figure out how to do all things through Christ who strengthened you, this episode is for you. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom and a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life, yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Attractively Different Podcast. This is Tom Herman, and I hope you're having a great day. I hope your week is going well, and whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're in the process of creating something that God has put on your heart to create. And today I want to talk about one of the most famous verses in the Bible, Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, what does that even really mean? And do we really believe it? And how do we activate it? So these are all the things I want to get into today, and I want to just talk about what we're seeing in the verses prior to Philippians 4.13 that actually shows us how to activate it, because we're going to need to know how to accomplish this, right? If there, if we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, it's more than just saying that verse. Like there's, there's got to be a way, there's got to be a process, there's got to be a system that God has put in place that allows us to walk that road and actually create whatever it is we're trying to create. When it says in multiple places in the Bible that um, anything is possible with God, right? Yet when we look around us, do we really see that? Do we really see people, especially believers, doing anything? Do we feel like there are possibilities that are endless, that we, we can live lives that are limitless? I'd submit to you that we don't, that we're actually missing out on that. And when we walk and we live our life by what we see, it's easier to believe what we see instead of what it says in God's word. So I want to kind of tackle this and I want to talk about what it means and how we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I want to start at Philippians 4 verse 4 and actually show you how this works and what God has put in place for you to actually, like I said, activate Philippians 4.13 and be able to do all things. So when you look at verse 4, Paul, who's writing the book of Philippians, says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So that's the first thing, is to find joy. Rejoice in the Lord. And when you think about the word rejoice, the word re means to do again. And joyce obviously comes from the word joy. So it's like, again, have joy in the Lord always. Again, I say Again, have joy, right? Like that rejoice is again, have joy. So there's this there's this command or there's this calling that we need to have joy in the Lord. Rejoice in him always. That's, that's meaning to delight, to take pleasure in him. And so that's the starting place is to just take pleasure in the Lord. Delight in him. And then in verse five, it goes on to say, let your gentle spirit your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, let it be known to all people for the Lord is near, right? So this is next thing is like, let your, let your graciousness, your unselfishness, your self-control be known to all people because the Lord is near. And when you, when you think about the Lord is near, Nehemiah 8.10 says that 
Um, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when the, the Lord is near, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We just talked about having joy in the Lord, delighting in him. So Nehemiah says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then Proverbs 16, 11 says, in his presence is fullness of joy. So in, when you're in God's presence, it's fullness of joy. And we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So God's presence is our strength. So in verse five, when it says, let yourself control your, your unselfishness, your mercy, like let it be known to all people for the Lord is near. Since God is near, we know that our strength is near. We know that our joy is near. So we can rejoice and delight in him always. And then when we're more aware of God's presence than we are our circumstances, we know that we're going to be strengthened, right? So verse five is saying, be more aware that God is bigger than your circumstances. Be more aware of God and his presence than your circumstances, right? So the first thing in verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So delight in him. The second step is to be more aware of God's presence than we are our circumstances because the Lord is near. And we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. And in his presence is fullness of joy. So the third we see in verses six and seven, the third step here, it says, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So this third step is shift your anxiety into peace. So, we're not to be anxious or worried about anything, right? When we're, when we're in this anxious and worried state, we're called to, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, to make our requests known to God, and there will be a peace that surpasses all understanding. So the, the first step is rejoice in the Lord always. The second is know that God's presence is greater than your circumstances, because we know that he's near, right? We see that in verse five. And the presence of the Lord is our strength. In his presence is fullness of joy and the joy of the Lord is our strength. So be more, be more aware of his presence. And then the third step is shift your anxiety to peace by taking everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, making it known to God. And the fourth step, he says in verse eight, finally, Believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and good repute, if there's excellence to focus on these things, to continually look on them, center them on your mind and plant them in your heart, right? So this fourth step here is to focus on truth. And we've talked a lot about taking your thoughts captive and replacing the lie or the belief that you're holding with the truth, the word of God. And so that's what it's saying here is whatever is true, whatever is good, whatever is honorable, focus on that. And so you see, we've got four steps here. It says, be grateful, rejoice in the Lord always. We find that in verse four. It says, know the source of your strength in verse five. And we know that he is near and be more aware of God's presence than you are of his circumstances. When you're feeling anxious, shift that anxiety into peace by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Make those requests known to God. So shift that anxiety into peace by casting your cares upon him. And then finally, focus on the truth. 
Don't spend all day focusing on bad thoughts, bad beliefs that are keeping you in a state of mind that is stealing all your energy. And so this is how you maintain that energized momentum, energized state where you can actually create is with gratitude, being more aware of God's presence than you are your circumstances, shifting that anxiety into peace and focusing on truth. And what we find out is as it comes later, Paul says, I've learned to abound in all circumstances when he's had plenty and when he's had nothing. And that's when it moves into Philippians 4.13, where it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. But there's a process, right? This What we see here that's leading up to it in the context of chapter 4, there's a context here that in order to activate being able to do all things, which he's called us to do, we have to stay in the state of mind that's energized. And when we believe disempowered thoughts that steal all of our energy, we can't create. We become critical. We become cynical. And we start to live in a fearful state, which as we've mentioned in previous episodes, that gets caught in a primal way of thinking where our response is either fight, flight, or freeze. And we become reactionary. We become double-minded. And so this is the process to stay in that forward momentum. Have gratitude. Rejoice in the Lord always. And we are to know the source of our strength. Know, be more aware of God's presence than we are our circumstances. Because when we focus on our circumstances, we become disempowered, right? But when we focus on God being the source of our joy and the source of our strength, anything is possible. We're able to recognize when we're anxious and shift that anxiety into peace by casting our cares upon him with thanksgiving. And that with thanksgiving is with with the attitude, with the heart of like being thankful that we are in the kingdom, that we serve a God that one hears our requests, but has the power to do something about it. So we can, we can give, we can be thankful to give him those requests, those prayers, those petitions, so that we can receive the peace that surpasses all understanding. And then the fourth step is to focus on truth, focus on what is good, what is honorable. And think about this, when you watch the news, when you read the, all the headlines and you're filling your mind with things that aren't honorable, the things that aren't truth, you're filling it with, with death, with the coronavirus, whatever it may be, you're focusing on those things and you're, you're showing your brain that this is what you view as the most important thing, right? That to be on alert of these things and those thoughts and those beliefs and those things that are dishonorable that aren't true, like that keeps you in that disempowered state. It's going to put you in a critical, cynical mode that, like I said, leads you in a downward spiral that zaps all your energy and you can't create anything from that place. All you can do is react. And when we react, we're double-minded. And as we'd mentioned before in previous episodes, what James says in chapter one, that if we lack wisdom, ask, but ask in faith. Because if you don't ask in faith, you can expect to receive nothing, but be tossed around like the waves of the sea, right? And so 
It's so crucial. It's so important that if you're trying to create something, if you have a vision for what it is you're trying to create, to operate in a state of mind that is empowered and moving forward to a place of faith and is full of energy to create that breakthrough, to create that transformation. Because if you don't, you'll never possibly, it'll never be possible to create that breakthrough. You'll just be stuck in this endless cycle of being critical and cynical and in state of anxiety, overwhelm, and doubt that leaves you fearful and reactionary. And if you've operated in that state, you know what that feels like, and you know that it's not fun, and you know that it's hopeless. So for all those who have hope that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, this these are the steps. These are the prerequisites, if you will, to activate that activate what is what is possible being grateful and rejoicing in the lord always knowing the source of your strength and being more aware of his presence knowing that god is near shifting that anxiety into peace by casting your cares upon him with thanksgiving knowing that when you give them to him he can do something about them and they can change and there's a peace that surpasses all understanding and then finally focusing on truth focusing on what is good honorable and true Instead of the things that are dishonorable, untrue, lies, fears, anxiety. If you focus on those things, you tell your brain that those are important and you're just going to get more of that. So be grateful. Know that the Lord is near. Shift that anxiety into peace and focus on truth. And that allows you to walk in the promise and activate the fact that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So hopefully you found this information valuable. I'm asked, please rate the show, subscribe, and leave a review. The ratings and review help make the show better as well as help get more exposure to help more people. And remember, everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment, serve his people, and be blessed. Hey everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from 1 to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic. So I went ahead and created a life purpose roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF life purpose roadmap at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also for the next 40 days, I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God-given assignment. It's free. Just go download the Life Purpose Roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.